Hello and welcome to Connector Pods, commercial services group recruitment podcast for job seekers and employees alike. For today's episode, we have put together a guide for how best to use LinkedIn as a social media platform. If you have heard all of the benefits, but are unsure on how to start using it or what the best practices are, then we have you covered. LinkedIn is an online networking site geared specifically towards business professionals. With over 850 million members, it is the largest social network in the world. The use of LinkedIn can help you build a professional brand online which can lead to opportunities and networks you might not have found otherwise. In addition to showing potential connections your professional profile, LinkedIn allows you to showcase your expertise, recommendation and current network. Your LinkedIn profile provides others with their first professional impression of you, proving your credibility in your field and highlighting your accomplishments. In other words, it's the best tool out there to find potential candidates and to showcase yourself professionally. There are still many people who underestimate the importance of LinkedIn in their day-to-day life and are sometimes unwilling to embrace social media in their networking. This guide can hopefully rectify that initial hesitance in creating a profile by giving you the do's and don'ts. Chapter 1. Creating a profile. Do use a good quality and professional photo of yourself. You'll want to look smart and friendly. Smile and look your best and try to use a neutral background. Do add a background image, sometimes known as a cover. While it may seem unimportant, it does add some flavour to your profile. You can add something that shows your personality or your work. For example, pens and paper for a journalist. Do use your headline to show your industry and location. While you don't need to use all 120 characters, try to give as much info as you're comfortable with. Your location can be left relatively vague, so no need to enter your home address. Do use your 2,000 characters to provide a clear and impressive summary of yourself. Who are you and what do you do? This will essentially be a portfolio, so include some images or videos if you feel these better describe your work better than any words. Do try to provide previous work history, education history and four or more skills of expertise in your summary. Try to be as specific as possible. Don't lie. Providing that most people don't see through your lies on your profile by you not being able to provide direct proof, you could end up in a situation where someone's trying to connect with you based on the information that you provided that was untrue. It could be fairly light. For example, if you say you live in Edinburgh, but actually live in London. Then you may have people in Scotland trying to connect with you. Don't look unprofessional. LinkedIn isn't like any other social media platform. The purpose is to create connections. If you made a business card, you wouldn't use a picture of you in a nightclub or describe your job inappropriately. Don't make claims without backing them up. In your summary, it's very important to show off what you think your best assets are. For example, if you say you were a good team player, don't just say it. Provide evidence and examples of when you have been a good team player. As you add more elements to your profile, like your picture, your summary, etc., your profile will be considered more completed. There will be a progress bar getting gradually more filled, going from beginner to all-star. This is a very helpful way to know how much more to add to your profile, and ideally, you should be aiming for a fully completed progress bar. Completed LinkedIn profiles get 20 times more views, so it will make a serious difference. Chapter 2. Making connections. Now it's time to make use of LinkedIn's main function, connections. 
If you use other social media platforms regularly, then this is LinkedIn's closest thing to a friend or a like on each other's page. If you make a first degree connection with someone, then you've successfully increased the size of your network. You can now message them on LinkedIn like any other social media platform. Where LinkedIn differs though is through its second and third degree connections. A first degree connection is where one individual sends a connection request and the other accepts. Done. A second degree connection is everyone who is connected with your first degree connection that you aren't. And a third degree connection are those who are connected to your second degree connections. It's a great way of seeing a hub of like-minded people in a similar industry or way of life. You can see those second and third degree connections and see if you'd like them to be one of your first degree connections. Here are some do's and don'ts for making connections. Do make connections with like-minded people. A similar industry or field is a great place to start. Connecting with those in your workplace is a very quick and easy solution to starting up your LinkedIn page. Do aim for 50 or more first degree connections. Your LinkedIn page will appear on external search result rankings and the more first degree connections that you have, the higher you'll appear on those rankings. Do make useful connections. There's no use making a connection and not messaging them. A good way of knowing you've got a good connection is if you feel you would both mutually benefit. So make sure the majority of your connections are people you genuinely can offer something to and get something from. Don't make connections for the sake of making connections. Sending a request to someone who has no mutual interests or similarities benefits no one involved. Don't appear unprofessional in your messages. This one may seem obvious, but continue to act professional even if you feel that you know this connection very well. LinkedIn is a much more formal platform over others, so consider connecting on a separate platform if you feel the relationship can be a bit more informal. Chapter 3 LinkedIn Day-to-Day -day Usage there isn't necessarily a guide for how you, the listener, should use LinkedIn because we may all be on there for different reasons. We can give you some advice on what general usage of LinkedIn may look like. If you're looking for a job through LinkedIn, then you'd need to create a network and advertise your expertise as best as you can to those people. LinkedIn also has a vacancy section where people are broadcasting their company's positions, which you could browse through. The connections that you make with people will largely depend on how much work experience you have. If you are new to the job hunting world, then your old friends, peers at university, college, school are a good starting point. Then you may want to consider connecting with tutors, friends and family who are experienced in the world of work. Then you'll want to look for posts on LinkedIn that are advertising job fairs, meet and greets, etc. and consider attending. If you are looking for job seekers on behalf of your business, then you could start by creating the aforementioned positions in LinkedIn's job section. Just having the positions available to see isn't enough though, as you may already be showing off these positions on Indeed or Total Jobs or anything. You will need to create some engaging content to post throughout LinkedIn to advertise the position. When the post gains traction, so will the job opening. Where do you post the content though? Well, you can post it through your own page, but this will only be broadcast to your connections. If you've been working hard and have made a big network, then maybe that's going to a lot of people. But for those of you who have just started up your LinkedIn or just simply don't have the largest network, then consider posting to groups. Groups are a good way of getting like-minded people together without needing to search through names upon names. The group could simply be named Job Openings in Kent or something similar. If you have a job that was available in Kent, then this would be the perfect group for you. 
Be wary when posting in groups that usually it is controlled by one person in particular. This means that you can be kicked or removed from the group if that person believes you are not obeying the rules of the group that they set. Chapter 4. Posting on LinkedIn. How should you go about constructing your posts? Well, we have made a few steps on how you can go about improving your content. Step 1. Decide on your post length. There isn't a better length of post for LinkedIn. Both long and short posts have their uses, and you need to decide what kind of length you'd like to go for, depending on the content you were discussing. A quick post is going to be snappy and easy to read. It will be striking when compared to many other posts that readers will see on LinkedIn, so it will really stick out. Alternatively, a very long post will grab the attention. If people have the time, they will be more inclined to read it out of curiosity to see where it goes. Step 2. Keep your content fresh. To add on to step 1, you don't want to always be posting the same type of content. You don't want to only post long stories or quick one-sentence posts, as then people will grow tired of it. Long posts take time to read and write, and short stories lack substance in some cases. You want a good mix of your available options to keep people on their toes. This doesn't just go for word count, of course. You can include some media, like pictures, videos, GIFs. There is also the matter of trends on social media. Some media gets more attention than others, even just for a brief moment. You may want to follow these trends and reap the rewards, but it's important to keep on top of these trends and keep your content fresh. Step 3. Include hashtags in your posts. This certainly isn't an idea that is unique to LinkedIn, with the majority of social media platforms now including hashtags as an easy and user-friendly way of categorizing your post. Think of a hashtag as a community. People can choose to follow certain hashtags so they can keep up with the content that is of interest to them. That means when you put a hashtag on your post, it will appear on that hashtag's feed. This means you can broadcast your post to a large group of people without the need of them following you. This could then lead to many new followers if they enjoy your content or it continues to be relevant to them, or simply more engagement as a whole. The challenge comes from picking the right hashtags though. Some hashtags are very vague or basic, and therefore have a considerably larger following. These hashtags might be something like hashtag careers or hashtag future. They cover a much larger array of content because of their vague topic. By all means, you should include these hashtags in your posts, as you always want your post to reach as large an audience as possible. However, there are so many posts going to these hashtags that it won't have the best chances. There are much more specific hashtags and they will have a much more niche audience viewing them. That means less overall competition for the hashtag and a likely chance of your post being seen by the people following that specific hashtag. The important thing to do at this stage is making sure that the hashtag you choose is definitely relevant to your post as it can otherwise have a negative impact of people complaining about why this post is on their feed. Having a good blend of more niche hashtags with smaller communities that are relevant to your content and the more popular and larger following hashtags that will give you the advantages of both. Aim for about five hashtags or more if you believe that they are all relevant to your content. Step 4. Be consistent. This doesn't mean that you need to be posting every day. LinkedIn is not designed around that and in fact has one of the largest post lifespans of any social media platform. This means your content may still be cycling around long after you originally posted it. The important thing about consistency on LinkedIn 
is establishing a schedule and sticking to it. Maybe you do choose to post once a day, but you should only do this if you feel confident you can stick to it. Remaining consistent to your post schedule will keep your page relevant and also build trust with your audience. Step five, setting up the right account. Depending on the aims of your posting, you may want to consider setting up a LinkedIn page instead of a LinkedIn profile. A page is run by a profile, so you'll still need to set up a LinkedIn profile either way, but a profile itself is built for an individual. The main difference between the two is that a page can be followed by anyone without needing to accept the request for a connection, whereas a profile requires much more micromanagement, since you need to accept every request. In other words, if you're running a business profile, then you may want to consider running a page instead. You want people to be interacting with your page and posts without the need of a mutual connection. One of the more important features of a page comes from people being able to view the content you publish without following the page. That leads to much more engagement, but also means people can share your content to their own network on their own profiles. A profile is still considerably useful to post from though. It's more personal, and if you have garnered a good following, then people will more likely interact with your posts over those from a page. Providing you have built up a lot of trust, then a profile will have considerably more impactful posts to its followers, whereas a page may go ignored. Depending on how you want your content to interact with its audience, you may need to make a choice on whether to post it on a profile or a page. With those steps in mind, you should be ready to make your posts on LinkedIn. A good reputation is essential to success on LinkedIn. Thus, it's important to appear professional at all times. Personal posts about a holiday away, what you just cooked, the latest gossip that you just heard, and much, much more, are fine for a platform like Facebook, but not LinkedIn. There isn't a specific rule against this, but it's a matter of etiquette. People will remove their connection with you if you begin to irritate them or break unspoken rules. You should only make or ask for an introduction if you believe it is beneficial for both parties. However, you need to be careful as your reputation and your organization's reputation should always be taken into consideration. Finally, when discussing your achievements, don't embellish the facts and avoid overselling yourself. Honesty is the best policy. Following all these rules, LinkedIn is yours to conquer. Well, thank you for listening to episode four of our Connecting to Advice series. We'll be releasing an episode every month on Spotify, YouTube, and our own site. So make sure to subscribe to keep up to date. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to reach out to us, email connectopods at gmail.com. Connect with us again in the next episode. Yeah.